Hello there, gentle viewers. You caught me catching up on an old favorite. It's wonderful to get lost in a story, isn't it? The adventure and heroics and discovery. Don't they just take you away? Come with me now, if you will, gentle viewers. Join me on a new voyage of the mind. A little tale I like to call Buffy, slayer of the vampires. Welcome to Sue Watches Buffy, podcast where I sue and watching Buffy and Angel for the first time while my sister Emily guides me through it. Today we are doing some season seven Buffy episodes. We'll be talking about first date, get it done, storyteller, and lies my parents told me. I'm Sue. I'm Em. And I'm B. Just in case my baby comes early. Yep. So we get to hang out and watch Buffy and Angel every afternoon. I know. I'm bummed <laughs> that I don't live closer and can't come over and watch them with you guys. <laughs> yeah, we've had to like schedule it because we've been yeah. <laughs> had a lot to get through. And B had to watch the last three of Buffy's. Yeah. This week. Mm. She had to watch yeah. Showtime, Potential, and The Killer in Me. Yeah, that was. Oh wow! It's I've had a lot of Buffy to watch. It's been awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're winding down. No. <laughs> so when we get together to watch the final, are we just going to watch the final two together, or just the final final? Hmm. Because the last assignment's the final two, right? Yeah, I think we should watch the final two. That'd be fun. Yeah, because I don't want to watch one and then be like, Yeah. I gotta watch the last one of them in a couple of days, you know. <laughs> and I told you I invited my sister-in-law Chris with us, right? Oh, huh. Oh, oh yeah. Fine. Yeah, she lives like a mile away from you guys. So. Sweet. Are we just gonna do it at my house, or are we gonna do a hotel? Either way, I can, I can book us a room. We get half off our employee discount right now. Wow. Sweet. Until, till sometime in January. So we'll have to do it. I'll have to look at the exact dates because, yeah, I can get a room for like 15 bucks. That'd so, be fun. Just it'd be a fun. little more fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We can just do it at like the Spring Hill that Dad likes that's down there or something. 
and just have some Buffy snacks, have some Buffy-related foods. Yeah, I really need to... Nobody make blood pudding. <laughs> That's... <laughs> no <laughs> danger there. <laughs> you don't even have to worry about that. <laughs> I have I a couple ideas. <laughs> Pizza with anchovies? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of everything that I know, and it's like pizza, breakfast cereal, and pig's blood. <laughs> double beet burgers. Double beet burgers. <laughs> I'm glad that period of her life is over. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll come up with a little menu. All right. So we have a cat script. A mini, another mini cat script, which I'm loving her little mini cat scripts because they're just so random. (laughs) I know. (laughs) This one's really funny. (laughs) Yeah, I love this one. (laughs) So so keep ones like this coming, cat. Don't feel all obligated to have serious, you know, if something strikes you send it yeah (laughs) um so she says i've watched the last two episodes of buffy season five but i haven't really thought about what i feel yet what i do want to comment on is from an angel episode i think it's belonging the one where you get the host's name his cousin said the funniest thing ever when he was telling lauren about his mom i guess she is upset about him leaving he said that she tore up his photo fed it to some pigs then slaughtered the pigs that's been making (laughs) me laugh for days (laughs) That's all I got for now. Later, legato. <laughs> I love that her whole cat script on a time where she like finished season five is about that thing life that I don't even remember. <laughs> That's but amazing. I do know I love the cousin, and he said a lot of funny things. Mm-hmm. Is that when you learn his name is like the the Kevlorn sloth or something? Of the Death Watch clan? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love a new full cast when Matt kept calling the little girl that. <laughs> and I was like, I get it. I know what he's talking about. <laughs> if I hadn't known, I would have been like, what is he saying? <laughs> Yeah, so I just that just makes me laugh that Catherine's been <laughs> laughing about that. <laughs> it is funny. It is. It's like not even the pigs can exist. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> oh. well, we'll be interested to hear, Cat, what you thought about the ending of season five. Yeah, when you do gather your thoughts. So gather, <laughs> gather, gather away. Send it in. But please, whenever you have these little thoughts, send in the little mini cat scripts too, because they're great. <laughs> I'm also wondering if she hasn't seen the last few episodes of Angel, because she kind of just says, I guess she's upset about him leaving. <laughs> like she doesn't know his mom very well. <laughs> 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 she must not have this yeah she might have by now 
she sent this in. Oh, I guess just today, huh? Yeah, I just actually sent her a little text right around there, and I'm like, any cat script today? And she's like, oh, I've got one thought. I'll send it to you right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, cat, this is when we say goodbye to present cat. Yes. Bye, present cat. Bye, present cat. To present cat, we would say Merry Christmas next week. Yep, that's right. <laughs> to future cat, we say Happy Valentine's Day. We hope you and Kurt are very happy together. <laughs> <laughs> I bought I bought a little coat for Kurt today. Oh. While I was out shopping, because how cute. I was like, I asked her if she had gotten him one. She's like, No, dang it. So I was like, I'll get him one. <laughs> Those Wyoming, when he's got to go out and pee oh, at four yeah. in the morning, it's got to be cold. So oh, we got puppy coat. Yep, yes. that's cute. It's not like a dumb little sweater. It's it's a parka. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little puppy parka. It's cute. So, all right. You want to read Harold's be? Yep. Okay, Harold says, First date finally reveals Robin Wood's backstory, and I have to wonder whether it would have been better to have had that reveal earlier in the season. Instead of having him being a mysterious minor figure for more than half of the season, wouldn't it have been better to have had him being a useful member of the team, while all the time also having the suspense of wondering when or if he would turn on Spike? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because that have, is... I would have liked that better. Because for an episode or two, it was interesting to be like, ooh, what's he going to do, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, was, I was scared. Yeah. Like, he yeah. almost did it when they were in the school, and then they got jumped by students. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was intense. It was nice. Yeah, that would have been... Yeah, because I don't see any reason why they would have just kept it a secret. Because there were times... I just kind of forgot that I suspected the principal of anything or, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was that... kind of a lukewarm, like, Yeah, is he evil? Is he yeah. not evil? Yeah, and then I just kind of forgot about it. Just not a very interesting, is he evil or not? Just right. kind of like, me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, he says, one thing that I never got is why anyone thought it was a good idea to have all the potentials plus the rest of the gang hold up in Buffy's house where they could easily be blown up just like what happened to the Watchers Council. <laughs> Shouldn't they keep a potential or two in a hidden spot somewhere, kind of like what they do with a cabinet member during the State of the Union? <laughs> That's another excellent idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably slightly easier to... Um, plant a bomb in the Watchers Council building, though, than it would be to have somebody do it at Buffy's house. Plus, what good are two potentials going to do? <laughs> They're not going to do much. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Although one would be activated. Yeah. Well, not if Faith the... is the line holder person. True. Now that is true, but they're kind of 
seem to be this season trying to forget that fact and yeah. talking about when Buffy dies. Yeah. But right. We can either ignore that or roll with it. <laughs> <laughs> or not care very much. <laughs> Just shh. Um, there is something about the phrase bidet of evil that almost borders on Buffy self-parody but I still love it (laughs) (laughs) that was great yep Uh, get it done is just a terrible title for this episode even if I can justify it because Buffy is exhorting everyone to step up their game even if she is basically making Giles and doing so Every time I hear that title, I think of Larry the Cable Guy, not the Shadow Men and their mystical forced penetration ritual. Me too, Harold. I know. know. (laughs) Very unfortunate that I have to be reminded of that douchebag. (laughs) We are getting to the end of the series. Shh. No, we're not. (laughs) (laughs) And are only now getting information about the origins of the Slayers and learning that their power is at least in part demonic. That harkens back to when Dracula told Buffy that there was darkness in her and is something that has been implied in the latter seasons. Yeah, I mean, Spikes alluded to darkness in Buffy and that Mm -hmm. she likes it, and it was... It's fine to get the information now because Buffy goes on for like 15 seasons, so who cares? <laughs> what are you talking about, Harold? It's not. <laughs> it's not always over. <laughs> oh, this denial is funny. <laughs> he says, I really liked the magic lantern scene, which was really well done. Magic mm-hmm. lanterns. And... I only have one nitpick from that, and I thought, I know that the language changes to English, but before <sighs> it does, what it, Dawn is just freehand, Sumerian or Sumatra. ancient <laughs> Sumerian language. Sumerian. <laughs> yeah, I've got a note about that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> my brain cannot shush that. I'm sorry, nope. <laughs> there's not enough shusher in the world for that. <laughs> She can't do her homework, but she learns ancient Sumerian. Girl has got priorities. <laughs> she <sighs> thinks a cat scan is a cat, and uh... <laughs> uh, no, that yeah. was last season. <laughs> yes, yeah, a long away since then. Just matured so much since yes. then. Um, it doesn't. I mean, couldn't Willow have read it? That's just... it would have made more sense if it was like Anya or wasn't Giles there? Yes, no, he was no, out. He wasn't he? Wasn't in that episode? He was... Where was he? Was he, he was out doing the like the quest with the girls? Did you get the? Um... Yeah. No, was that that day? Uh huh. Know about that? Pretty sure. That yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't there. Okay. Because he wouldn't have let Buffy jump into the TARDIS. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it would have made. Why did they have Dawn do it just to make her included? I don't know. I it didn't. Well, because they've been trying to show us that she's like a 
a researcher now. Mm-hmm. They need they need researchers on this show and I get it, but it it just would have made more sense if it was Anya. If Anya suddenly was reading Ancient Sumerian, I would have been like, Oh, she knows that. She's a thousand years old. That makes yes. sense. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wouldn't have even questioned it. You can't <laughs> learn a language. Not a language that's dead. Ancient Sumerian? <laughs> you know, I mean, it's... Like, even if it was Spanish, you I don't know, think they have a Rosetta Stone. familiar, but... <laughs> <laughs> they don't have a Rosetta Stone program for <laughs> And they could have worked around it. They could have had her studying all day on those few lines and had some sort of translating book. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. And gotten... So far, and then you know it got more magical and more magical, where it, she could read it like in English. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, funny. We all are on the same boat. Yeah. We liked the magic lantern scene, but yes, we, we have issue with... <laughs> with Don being the one. Don reading ancient Sumerian influence all of a sudden. He says, "This was my third time watching Storyteller, and it gets better each time for me." I like that we get inside Andrew's head and his guilt and avoidance mechanisms over killing Jonathan. Oh, I love that. Yes. Oh. But I think this show has a bit of a problem with Andrew. Don't get me wrong, I like him a lot and love his bit with the oven mitts, but there is always a nagging voice inside me when I watch the season that wonders why the Scoobies keep him around, besides the obvious reason that this is a TV show and you don't throw away comic gold. Because he knows how to deactivate the seal of D'Artagnan. I I don't have a problem whatsoever. I think I think I talked about this last time we discussed Buffy. I just feel like this is so Scooby to like mm-hmm. have this prisoner that they all dislike, but he's funny and I think I think they secretly like him enough to keep him around. And mm-hmm. he's I, Yeah. They don't want to admit it. <laughs> yeah. And I think I think there's also a keep him under our thumb reason. I think that's a huge reason right there is they don't want him out of their sight. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, it's so Scooby to me to have him just hanging around the house, annoying them and just being there. It, yeah. I don't know. It just, it's fits right into me. I mean, he's been influenced by the first, obviously, why wouldn't, why would they let him go if there's still a possibility that he would be influenced by the first? And I mean, obviously the first is still trying at some point during these to Mm -hmm. have power over him. So yeah, you would not let that out of your sight. Yeah. And I think they look at him as fairly harmless and they, like Buffy said in one of these episodes, or someone said, we need all the allies we can get. Absolutely. I think maybe Giles said it about Robin Wood. I think he did, yeah. And but plus, he... if he's baking. Sure. <laughs> Funnel cakes. <laughs> Is that what he was making? Yes. What? <laughs> what was it again? When he... Funnel cakes when he oh, came yeah. out with the oven mitts. <laughs> Those are, I've never attempted it, but I've heard they're very hard to make. Well, I, I didn't know you made them at home. Those are fair food. Those are fair food. Cause... <laughs> <laughs> Although I, I've i watched them. I think they just use like a ketchup bottle and just like squiggle the batter out into the hot oil. 
Right. Just a very weird thing to make a home. You you go to a fair to get those. It's, <laughs> yes, I would never. <laughs> you guys have better fairs than us here in the future. <laughs> Utah has a really good state fair. Oh, I'm not sure I've ever been to it. It's fun. But, you know, they do like funnel cakes at the folk fest and stuff. I go to things like that. Uh-huh. <laughs> I've only had one um, one funnel cake my whole life, and it was a few years ago. I don't, I've never had one before, but I've seen them. I've been with people who got them. A scout and I shared one. We had some in Disneyland when I went with the Fisters, and, like, we were all starving, and there's a picture of, like, seven of us gathered around one, and we all look like vampires feeding. <laughs> I love that, when you're in an amusement park, the, like, one food, and you're all like, <laughs> <laughs> Those are good times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Locusts. Give me a bite of your churro. <laughs> oh, man. Mm, I got a churro at Costco the other day, and I've thought about it every day since. It was so good. <laughs> like, I need to go back to Costco for something. <laughs> when you go back for broccoli, yes, <laughs> you need more churros and, like, a 12-pack of cinnamon buns. <laughs> do they George do cinnamon buns? George does like cinnamon rolls. <laughs> he likes them a lot. I was about to text you this afternoon and say, can you get some cinnamon rolls too? And then you walked in the door and I was like, aww. That's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. I'll have to make some, maybe I'll make some homemade ones for Christmas. I make good oh. cinnamon rolls. Oh, homemade <laughs> cinnamon rolls are the best. Yes, please. I had to make them once this try this year but Matt and I don't eat them very fast so we gave most of them away and then I was like dang it I went to all that work and I only got like five (laughs) (laughs) I only got like 20 of them (laughs) (laughs) only had like a pan you guys (laughs) five sounded like so many (laughs) I know likes them a lot (laughs) (laughs) they probably freeze well bee so if you make you don't have to give them away just freeze them oh that's a great idea (laughs) emily i'm buying you a giant freezer first (laughs) (laughs) get bacon Um, sorry, Harold. We like Andrew. <laughs> we love Andrew. <laughs> we will defend his presence on this show. Um, uh, the title of this last episode is Lies My Parents Told Me, which, since it is parents and not mothers, I assume that Giles is Buffy's father figure is one of the liars. Ooh, that's a good point. Mm. Um, I watched, while folding laundry today, I watched the... Um commentary and I can confirm that because the original title was Mother and Son and when they figured out that Giles was a big part of the lies that a parent tells 
they changed it. Mm-hmm. Very nice. interesting. Or mothers and sons. Mother and son or mothers and son. Sons. Something like that. Mm-hmm. He says, as we are coming to the end of the series, it is time for Buffy to be a grown-up. <laughs> I don't believe you. Quit bringing that up, Harold. <laughs> Rub salt in the wounds. <laughs> Seriously. But we did just get DVDs of the season eight comic. Yes, we need um, to interrupt right here. This uh, got a little package two days ago um, from Beth, our listener. She sent us a little Christmas present, which yeah. is the uh, DVD of season eight. That is just so amazing and nice of her. Isn't that nice? <laughs> that is just uh, crazy. I love it. And I'm so, so excited. So how is the comic book on DVD? They, I, and I, I've seen it on Amazon that someone made like a stop motion or something of the whole season eight comic into some sort of watchable form. Wow. Right on. So we don't have to... I don't know if you want to get the comic or not. I think so that Buffy one has a never ends. <laughs> it's, it's still going on, B. Like, honestly. Seriously? <laughs> yeah, they're in season 10, I believe, of the comic. Uh, I'm going to become a comic book nerd. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we wanted to thank Beth very much. Oh. That was really cool. Thank you yeah. so much. Thanks, Beth. We're very excited. We'll have to figure out how to we're going to do this watch-wise. It seemed to be broken up into little things that I guess will be easy to talk about. Pieces. Right. Totally. We have to do it. Oh, we're doing it. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're doing it. So, as we are coming to the end of the season... It is time for Buffy <laughs> to be a grown-up and make her own decisions. Giles has never approved of Angel or Spike, but his decision to go around her and help Wood kill Spike is a pretty strong move. And the move of someone who is perhaps frustrated that he is no longer in charge and he isn't getting his way. As in, get it done, Buffy rejects what the patriarchal figure wants. It is a painful moment to see her close the door on Giles, but it is a moment that he richly deserved. I agree. He did. Yes and yes. Yes. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, I have more thoughts, but I guess we'll get into it in the episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Spike's mommy issues. He says mother. <laughs> um, Spike's mother issues are both amusing, perverted, and true to his character. <laughs> I feel like his character or his relationship with Joyce was just another manifestation of this mother complex. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. And I like that we get the sense that Robin Woods wants to hurt Spike as much as he can before killing him because he is not just motivated by revenge, but also from his anger over his mother's abandonment of him. I think that's a very good assessment. Yes. Of that situation. Yes, Definitely. Then he says, cheers, Le Herald. Just kidding. <laughs> he just said Herald. <laughs> uh, 
All right. Well, thanks, Harold. Yeah. And then we got an email from Val. Val's back. She must approve of something around here. (laughs) (laughs) It's like just feedback for Storyteller. Or or she needs to vent. (laughs) Yep. We're her venting platform, which is fine. (laughs) I like her venting. Um, Because I do mention Val in my notes. So, <laughs> you have a, how well do I know Val? <laughs> no, I just you'll see when I get to it. I I let Val know something. Well, uh-huh. <laughs> um, okay. Val says I'll get storyteller out of the way first. <laughs> I usually have no luck in predicting what Sue will think of most Buffy episodes. <laughs> Or a spider or a cockroach things. <laughs> I added that. <laughs> but I'm feeling pretty confident in saying that she enjoyed Storyteller. Storyteller. Mainly because it's Andrew-centric and I know how much she likes him. Me? I'm the opposite. Wow. Yes, I loved Storyteller for many, many reasons. <laughs> <laughs> I believe I predicted that. Yeah. Well, and it's funny because I think I you said I was going to like one of them. Oh, that's right. I didn't tell you which one. And I said, I think it's going to be Storyteller, just because the title that's alone. Right. I was like, Storyteller, it just sounded interesting to me. Like, I knew either some new character was going to be introduced that was going to be, intru- I don't know. It just, out of all the titles, Storyteller is just kind of the one that mm-hmm. made me go, I bet you that one's a good one, you know? I don't know. Um, she says, I've only seen this up once when it first aired, and that was enough for me. I remember at the time when I found out what this episode was going to be about, I was pretty much, oh, crap, an Andrea episode? Why? (laughs) (laughs) And we're like, yes! I know. I I can't stop thinking. I squealed with delight. (laughs) (laughs) The first ten seconds. Yes, I believe I told you right away you'd know exactly which one. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't know. I keep wondering. Every time Val writes in, I wonder wonder if she watched this season once or twice more. If it would grow on her. Or if she just hated it so bad it sounds like she just shelved it and it's... Well, she's just gonna see then her hate. If she, <laughs> if she watched it as it aired, you know, if you're waiting a week in between, I mean, binge it. See if that makes a difference. Oh, yeah. You know. And maybe your memories of certain characters aren't as bad. In fact, mm-hmm. I am not as annoyed by what's her face this time. Willow's girlfriend. Kennedy. Kennedy. Hmm. I think I've, I mean, I don't like her, but I'm finding myself tolerating her a lot better this time for whatever reason. It's been, what, 12 years since this season aired? Because I think they talk about it being 2003. Mm. Yeah, they do. um, Maybe your brain has grown or done different things in the last 12 years and maybe you'll like them better this time yeah maybe you know sometimes you see something and you hate it and then 10 years later you see it again and you're like oh hmm. 
my 12 years ago, my brain hated that, you know. <laughs> it works the other way around, about. too. You know, you watch yes. a movie that you loved as a kid, and you're like, damn, that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> what was I thinking? <laughs> um, okay. She says, sure, I think he has lots of funny lines, and the actor has pretty good comedic sense. It's just that since this was the last season and the episodes were winding down to their final third, I just didn't really didn't want an Andrew episode to take up precious slots of episodes, which I, I get. Such a, it was such a good episode, though. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't like a one-off. It was really like it, plot-centric. Yeah, it moved, it moved the plot along, so... But I can see if it's a character you just absolutely hate to have it focus around them. Right. right. <laughs> if they had done a Riley episode. <laughs> right. <laughs> I would be like, nope. <laughs> if you look at it that way, okay. <laughs> um, she said, although Tom Link showed some good dramatic acting chops in the ending scene with Buffy. I still kind of hated that his friggin' tears stopped the seal from doing whatever it was going to do. I don't even remember what that was, but blah. At least they addressed Andrew murdering poor little Jonathan. How did Buffy find out about that anyway? I don't remember. Well, he tells people. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know how it originally got... I I don't remember. Was it... When Willow became Warren? No, it seemed to have been before that. Seems like they've always known, and that's why they tied him up. And No. Mm-hmm. He probably tells them. He probably did. Yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> he was so fast to sing when they were torturing him, I'm sure that that came out. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> But I do kind of agree that it was kind of dumb that his tears sealed it up. I liked it. I liked it too because it, it was a surprise and it um, it was sweet and I liked his confession and how real it was. Yeah. I liked his confession and stuff, but just the idea that just one or two tears like sealed up. I don't but know. like, how likely is that to happen? I mean, somebody could come and murder you over it, but how likely are you to go back and cry over a True. place where Dude. you killed someone? Okay. Yeah, I really liked it, actually. Um, and I would never have guessed it. It was a big surprise. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, I never. Yep, I was expecting... I was like, you give us all this, Andrew, and we love it, and then you kill him? <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thanks, Joss. <laughs> um she says, I don't know if Sue has made her death pool predictions yet, but after seeing this episode, do you think Andrew will be on your list? I don't know. I haven't. And man, we got to start doing the death pool yeah, predictions. I need to, like I said, I need to check out because I just want to totally do what Potential Cast did. It was really fun. Oh, and we can do it for um, Kristen, too. Yeah. Like, who's going to die in the... Yeah, and you get... um. You get points for guessing the right, and then for people you guess that do die and they don't, you get points taken away. Uh, I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody dies. 
Kennedy. Kennedy can die. Alright, B, nobody dies. <laughs> oh good, thanks. <laughs> Spoiler alert, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So forget it then, Val says, OMG, what the hell? The potentials are breeding. <laughs> <laughs> When did that happen? They must be stopped. Put a bright, big bright no vacancy sign at Hotel Summers or say we're fumigating for bed bugs. Something. I just can't with the storyline anymore. Make them go away. Please tell me you're not happy about this occurrence, Sue. No, I'm not. <laughs> nope. There's way too many of them. And then they bring in one that doesn't even speak English. I'm like, oh, give me a break. This better not go on. <laughs> Get a dang dictionary. Holy cow. Ugh. Like, Giles seemed, can't keep pretending. Yeah. That seemed very out of character for Giles. All of that. The it did. whole thing. And I'm glad at least there was only two little scenes of it so far. Yeah. So I was like, okay. Because that was going to annoy the crap out of me if it went on. <laughs> um, but no, I'm not happy that there's so many potentials. I think it's annoying. Um, she says, and I know I can't be the only one who wants to punch Kennedy very hard in the face, right? <laughs> there has to be a line for me by now. But I get first whack. Just me? Never mind. <laughs> like I said, she's not bugging me as much as I thought she would. Nope, she bugged me. I don't want to punch her, but she's not my fave. No. Not my fave, and she goes on to talk about the drill sergeant and Yes, that really oh. pissed me off. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep, she goes, I didn't remember which episode Drill Sergeant Kennedy shows up, but yeah, this was the one that, and it pisses me off so much as when I saw it the first and only time. Getting kicks out of calling someone a maggot. Oh, F you, Kennedy. If I didn't hate you enough already. <laughs> <laughs> Val has a fantastic memory for someone who's only seen it. Jeez, seriously. <laughs> it's, like, it's, um... Combined with, I think, listening to a lot of Buffy podcasts, <laughs> is my guess. <laughs> she says, and then mouthing off to Buffy and telling Willow that she's stronger than Buffy? Oh, hell no. I may not have loved what General Buffy was saying to the group about poor dead Chloe. I'm sure the kid didn't want to be there in the first place. And I'm not sure how I felt about her power speech in general, but I still wanted Kennedy to shut the hell up. At least Willow said something to her to back up Buffy. Yeah, that bugged me too. Yeah, that was annoying. Mm-hmm. And speaking of Chloe, geez, she just gets buried in some random field. What the hell is that all about? Is her family even told? Sucks to be a potential. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know Buffy just takes it upon herself to just bury her. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she was out digging a garden. And a turtleneck skirt and jacket. That was the worst outfit. <laughs> it was a little evil cordy <laughs> at the bottom. <laughs> what is up with the handkerchief hemlines, you guys? Come on. It must have been popular at that point. I've shushed it. <laughs> I would have called that more 90s. Yeah. It reminded me of, like, college times, which would have been, like, late 90s. 
it was just crazy to me that she's wearing a turtleneck with a jacket on and digging. It's like, <laughs> you know? Yeah, digging in a turtleneck sounds miserable. That's yeah, probably no, like really what bad. your your puffy coat eating at dinner <laughs> sensation is. Yes. Um, she says, it is at this time I'd like for you to read a post that was made by our dear late friend of the show, Bob DeGrand. Oh, yes. Over in the Potential Cast Spoilers group last year, the topic of Season 7 was started and Kennedy's name popped up. I just loved Bob's post so much that I saved it. It also <laughs> references Get It Done. So please join me in another installment of Bob from Beyond the Grave. <laughs> <laughs> so Bob said... I don't like Kennedy, even as a potential. She's really obnoxious. Calling the other potentials maggots is stupid and offensive enough, even when done by testosterone, overloaded drill sergeants. There's even less excuse for a woman acting like that. (laughs) And then he says, Kennedy exists. This should never be acknowledged. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. Um, she says, thank you, Bob. You put a big smile on my face after I read that. His post was from January 9th of 2015. I posted back to him that if I could possibly love his post, I would. Sadly, I'm not sure if he ever saw that, though. Damn. We could have really bonded over our Kennedy hate. Yeah, yeah I don't remember his death, but it yep. had to have been just a few days. It maybe? was in the first couple of weeks of January, I think. Yeah. It was only a couple of weeks after Mom died. Wow. Because I remember we were both like, really? What? (laughs) Yeah. Like, we had, he had just um, given us condolences about our mom. Right. Like, that's the last interaction I had with him, for sure. Yeah. Wow. Sobering. Crazy. Miss you, Bob. Yep. He says, or she says, I also have one more post from Bob talking about Spike and seeing red. And I don't remember if I ever sent that to you guys in a feedback. Let me know and I can send it in another feedback or post it on the Yes Mother page. Yes, absolutely. I don't think you did. And so send it. We'll do a Bob Beyond the Grave any for anything. Sure. So mm-hmm. We'll go back to seeing red even. Painful as it'll be. <laughs> <laughs> Which one's that? Oh, that's the that's this rapey spike and dying Tara oh. episode. <laughs> um, she says, "Hmm, I guess I should say something positive about get it done." Principal Wood is pretty. <laughs> <laughs> he is pretty. He's very he is. pretty. She says, I'll rate this 2 out of 10. Drained Kennedy's hopefully will make her back off Willow. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, She says, damn, I really need to start doing a bunch of last-minute gift wrapping and packing boxes up to mail out tomorrow for relatives who live across the country. UPS is making a killing with me this year. The crap is so expensive. Yeah, anyone that gets a gift from me anywhere that I need to ship gets it from Amazon, and it's a prime. (laughs) (laughs) It's a prime item. (laughs) She says, so you're almost done with Buffy. Where did the time go? I'll be interested, as usual, to know what you think the last bunch of episodes' titles will be about. (laughs) They're not easy to really come up with anything too good, but I'm sure you'll think of something interesting to be literal or not literal. That is the question. (laughs) 
<laughs> Buffy is not almost over. I don't know what you guys keep talking about. <laughs> she says the last, the next batch of episode titles, and it's not the last. So <laughs> didn't she say oh. something about wrapping up? You're getting yeah, almost done. With, almost season. done with Buffy. Um, she says, "Have a fun podcast, guys." Have a fun podcast, guys, and happy holidays. Do Lola and Bunny get Christmas gifts too? Later, Val. Um, right now, Bunny has more Christmas gifts than any of us. <laughs> Cam went crazy at IFA the other day. That's adorable. <laughs> yep, he's got four things wrapped. And Lola has nothing yet, but Scout always make sure that Lola gets presents because that's very important to her. (laughs) (laughs) Bunny's just due for new toys. He's obliterated most of his. So, and he's a toy dog. He loves his toys so much. And I'm so happy. I always wanted a dog that loved toys and I finally have one. Oh, good. (laughs) Yep. Oh, he's so cute. When I walk in the door, he runs so fast to where he keeps his toys and brings me one every time. (laughs) I got a toy, Mom. Let's play. <laughs> it's adorable. So Cam got him a whole bunch of new toys. Lola likes toys, especially new ones. But yeah. She she likes toys too. We have to get the big industrial ones, like <laughs> those big, <laughs> like four foot braided ropes that. Yeah, ropes go fast. Um, yep. Have you tried the? What are they called? The hubba, wubba. Wubbas? <laughs> They're very, um, very good. Very strong. They're the only things that hold up to Lola for more than a day or two. Yeah, Bunny can make one of those ropes last about three or four months. <laughs> so, and then we, he likes the rope with the big tire on the end. He likes those a lot. Uh so I'm guessing he's got those and probably a new bone. So, yep, Bunny gets presents. Cam even wraps them? They're just in, like, paper bags. That's... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's as good as it gets for bunnies. <laughs> Lola just gets it from like, Santa. It's just out on Christmas morning. Yeah, that's probably what we'll do. Cause they're up in our in our pantry, and Bunny knows that they're there. Oh. He's like so interested in the pantry. <laughs> he must smell the bone or something. I don't know. So, anywho, well, thanks, Val. Yeah, thanks, Val. Thanks, thanks everyone. Val. And thanks, Bob, from Beyond the Grave. <laughs> yeah. All right. So for this season, we've got... Oh, I need to get my... Spreadsheet. My spreadsheet. Okay. Yeah, we've got like... Number one hasn't been filled yet, but I doubt one of these is number one. <laughs> if it is, it's storytelling. 
It's not number one. <laughs> we still have one, two, three, five slots in the top ten. And then three. Yeah. Okay, so what, what numbers do we have? We have four and five. And then we have <laughs> 19 and 22. <laughs> wow. <sighs> These are going to be tough for me. Um, I'm going to go that Get It Done is number 22. Me too. Nope. Okay. 19? Yes. <laughs> First date is 22? Yes. Okay, okay. Um, so, I'm going to go Lies My Parents Told Me is 4, and Storyteller is 5. <laughs> nope, Storyteller is 4. Wow, okay. It is the favorite of this group. Oh, good. Alright, so first date is number 22 of the season, and it's ranked number 126. Hmm. Hmm. Out of how many? 144. Bottom 20. Wow. Again, I say this a lot, but I don't think I'd peg this in the bottom 20, although it's not great. Uh-uh. It's kind of boring. What is it of the series? 122? 126. Wow. Yeah, I didn't think it was that bad. I don't know. Um, it was, yeah, it was kind of boring, and I don't think much happened. But... My Thanks. notes are like <laughs> sporadic, so yeah, um, yeah, just looking over mine, I guess it was kind of boring. I was happy that Buffy did have the chip removed from Spike, yes, and my first note is I just don't think removing the chip is such a big surprise nor a big deal. Seriously, like, why are they freaking out about it? Giles. I He needed to freak out about it, so lies my parents told me could happen, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, and more. Well, because the first was able to overtake him with the chip, so, yeah, what does yeah. it really matter? And I don't know. He made one point when she made that funny earring comment that who knows if the chip was working at that point now that it like true freaked out right after it happened. So it's like, well, maybe it wasn't working then. And if you did repair it, maybe it would help with this trigger thing. True. But I love that Buffy's just like, you can't fight evil with evil. It's wrong, and, you know, I just, I don't agree with it. Um. Yeah. No, I liked how much she stood up for Spike. 
It was... Yes. We're moving into the territory as to why, in these episodes, why Buffy is my favorite character of this season. Some things she does in this and get it done, I just really respect her. And she's turning into a person that I really think is awesome. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it's, it's not just because she keeps defending Spike. But that's a part of it. <laughs> but, you know, it it goes on. We'll just say. Uh-huh. Good, because I, I did like her quite a bit. Yeah. Um, I never would have guessed that first date was Buffy, and I call him P-Wood. <laughs> <laughs> Before I'd write down Principal Wood, and I was like, oh, that's just too many. Yeah. <laughs> too many <laughs> From here on out, it's Pete. I know. She was like, whose first date is it? And I was like, Buffy and Spice? Duh. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I asked you the same thing. And I went through everybody, and you're like, nope. <laughs> you didn't guess them. <laughs> yep, I, one of my notes is, you didn't guess any of the first dates. <laughs> <laughs> I figured well, there would be multiple first dates, and I was right about that. With Xander and his did. demon girl. Ashanti. Ashanti. <laughs> Ashanti. That's who played it. Her. The demon. Oh. I wrote down... I thought it was the girl from Saved by the Bell. <laughs> 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 um yeah I've got why does P would have all those weapons <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, I was suspicious of him at first then kind of forgot to be <laughs> yeah I was like yep totes evil but then I was like maybe we don't know what that knife was for but it's so weird that they had him like wiping blood off a knife in school yeah, and we recently saw him, like, in the basement with the shovel. Yeah. And... But the fact that they kept being like, oh, yeah, he's suspicious. We think he might be evil. He's either going to kill Buffy or we're going to have a lovely time. Then I was like, okay, fine, he's not evil. Yeah, I... I hadn't made up my mind yet. I think I was leading towards evil when I saw the weapons. Uh-huh. So. <clears throat> Misdirect by the writers. I know, and I'm trying not to fall for those. <laughs> <laughs> but they keep changing how they do them. I know. They're clever, those writers. <laughs> 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 um... I liked I liked it when they're talking about their first dates and Willow's like, What about you, Xander? Is is she evil? And he's like, She's interested in me, so there's a chance. <laughs> <laughs> I loved that he was suspicious of that from the beginning. Like <laughs> <laughs> anybody who wants to go on a date with me. <laughs> he's so <Yeah>. broken. <laughs> he's just broken by his 
his relationship with Anya. <laughs> yeah, Xander, you only attract annoying demons. So, actually, this girl wasn't annoying, but she was demon. So, what does that say about yourself? Maybe you should change your personality. <laughs> it's it's hard to remember that he and Cordelia dated for so long. Oh yeah. So funny. Um, I loved it when Andrew called Jonathan, Jonathan slash the first. Yes. <laughs> I have boo, Jonathan, Jonathan slash the first. <laughs> I wrote it out. Um, what was he? Oh, I think it was just maybe that he was there and. He, you, for a while, you really think that he's. Yeah. Falling for it and turning evil. And you probably mm-hmm. didn't like that. I did not. Mm-hmm. I like that he got his microwave. <laughs> yes. He's all excited yes. he's reading the instruction manual. I know. He's so funny. <laughs> Clock, comma, set the page three. I know. I love it when he, like, reads, like, the beginning. He's like, you know, congratulations on your new microwave or something. <laughs> and Jonathan, you're reading how to set the clock. There's a. It's a there's it. <laughs> What kind of a nerd are you? <laughs> I like how Spike said he didn't like picket fences. They're dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> I like that he, his face after she leaves says that he still dreams of the Crypt for Two in the White Picket Fence. I wrote that a Crypt for Two with the White Picket Fence is exactly what we want. <laughs> <laughs> he just played it so cool and then yeah. she walks away and he, there's just a split second of his face uh-huh. that looked wounded, but not too wounded, just regretful. Mm-hmm. It was played well. I like Giles' flashcards. <laughs> More gory picks. It reminded me of Hush. Yep. yep. Totally. And then I have, what is that lacy thing that Buffy's wearing on her date with P-Wood? Oh, was it the camisole? Just the camisole under her shirt? No, the thing that was like flowing behind her. Oh, I didn't notice. <laughs> How could you not notice? <laughs> it like went all the way down to the ground. Really? Yes. Oh, yeah. Nothing. I got nothing. Zero oh my gosh. Memories. Look at that, look at that, look at that. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, because yeah. when she was on the date, she had a long trench coat on. You need to go back and watch. There's a weird lacy thing flowing behind her. When they're walking to the restaurant and she's getting suspicious? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. I'll check it out. Because I noticed it both times I watched. <laughs> and the second time I watched, I was like, what is that lacy thing? And I looked down at my notes and I'm like, yep, I wrote down, what's that lacy thing? <laughs> 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 so I thought of it both times. 
<laughs> and yeah, and this is when I started thinking. I'm like, he takes her down a dark alley? Yeah. I'm like, either he's setting her up or this is how he impresses girls. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and I wrote down that he's a lefty. I noticed when he was fighting and I was like, he's not guarding the right side. And then he'd like stake him with the other hand. And I was like, oh, I guess we just haven't seen enough southpaws on this. Oh. <laughs> never anything I'd ever notice. <laughs> I noticed that either. I just started noticing because my daughter's a lefty, and I'm like, oh, maybe I should start learning how to make her life easier. Hmm. Yep. Poor Lucy being left-handed. Yeah. I know. Camps. It's always painful to watch left-handed people write. I'm just like, oh. <laughs> yeah. It is. Cam's a left-hander, and oh. It's painful. Uh-huh. Um, so then I wrote, oh, okay, he's fighting him. Is he a slayer? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, so he's a good guy? He's the only male slayer. I know. <laughs> I like, how, how they're not called slayers. In? They're called, like, slashers or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> And then I have, whoa, I bet his mom is a Slayer Spike killed in New York. Yeah, B called it real quick. Yep, yeah. I called it right when he said his mom is a Slayer. I was like, oh, yep. time, the time seemed right. Uh-huh. For how old he was and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that we would yeah. know about, you know. I was surprised that was Buffy didn't put it together because I thought Spike, when he was talking about the two Slayers he killed... Well, he wouldn't have given her, like, a physical description, would he? Maybe not. But just the... I don't know. Yeah, I guess not. And I thought, oh, he's here for Spike. I thought thought he knew at that point that Spike's the one that killed his mom. Uh Uh-huh. Um... I have a quote from Andrew. I found it in Buffy's underwear drawer. She has nice things. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, show me. He's like, well, she has some thongs. I didn't take any, but, but... she's got some thongs and some regular panties. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's just my favorite. She's <laughs> <is> the best. <laughs> and that's when I wrote it down. Is she the girl from Saved by the Bell? <laughs> I have great first date talk, Xander. I don't remember what it was, but I know it was awkward. I really liked the whole um, red eye thing. I thought that was pretty funny. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Talking about a red eye, and then she's like, that's hot cocoa. And then she orders one. (laughs) Sounds good. I just lost lost macho points, didn't I? (laughs) (laughs) Just all kind of amused me. I loved Anya just being worried and angry about Xander. (laughs) I love that Spike called Xander her boy again. (laughs) 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 He wasn't crazy in the basement. (laughs) 
If Xander had been around to hear that, he would have blown us top. <laughs> I'm her boy. <laughs> I think he said something like, he kept saying that he'd go get Buffy, and they're like, no, we can call her, and all this stuff. And then he's like, she's going to be worried about her boy. <laughs> so funny. I love that line. I thought it was hunting, joking around, like about Xander. Like he's like, just make me gay. Willow, make me gay. <laughs> gay me up, he says. <laughs> I just like that they were just kind of having a, like a fun little moment, and then Jealous had to go and ruin it all. Yeah, you're getting robot-y. Yeah. I am. Yeah. That you're was back. Okay. I like that. Yeah, you sound better. Okay. I liked that when he started talking about that, Andrew was like, "Mm, yes, Captain, whatever. (laughs) Oh, Scott Bakula. (laughs) (laughs) I thought Scott Bakula was, um, when I first heard it, I thought it was Scott (laughs) Bayo. I was like, hey! (laughs) Then I'm like, oh, wait, that's the, the, um, Leap, leap. What's that show called? Quantum leap. Quantum leap. I'm like, oh, it's a quantum leap guy. <laughs> He's also, I think, I've never seen the show, but um, I've just seen his picture like on Amazon Prime because it's a show that's on there. The Stargate something. Oh, wasn't he one of the captains of the uh, one of the Star Treks? I think that's what Stargate is. I think it's a Star oh, Trek. Oh, okay. I've never seen any of the Star Treks except for the original, so. But I think the Stargate, so I think when he called him Captain something, I think that's because I don't think in Quantum Leap he was a captain. No, I'm I'm almost positive that he is a captain in one of the Star Treks. Yeah, I think it's. I don't know what it's called, but. It's Stargate something because. Okay. When when I'm flipping through Amazon Prime TV shows, it's on there, and it's got, and I'm always like, oh, I didn't know he was on anything other than Quantum Leap. Yeah, for some reason I did know that. Never watched that show either, though. But I did. I watched that as a kid. Amy and I, my friend Amy and I, we watched that quite a bit. Yeah. Um, I have Buffy is. (laughs) I have Buffy is so in love with Spike. (laughs) What made you say that? My notes are done, so I don't know what happens. (laughs) (laughs) Is this the one where she tells him she's not ready for him to to leave? Oh, I love that. Yeah. Yes, that's fantastic. Yep. And then my last notes. I was right. Spike killed his mom. And then I just had a general thought. I was like, I like that Peewood is a good guy and fights vamps, but I'm afraid what he's going to do to Spike. I remember my first just hating the fact that he was a possible love interest for Buffy. I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get past that. I'm like, you get out of here. We yeah. do not need a love interest for Buffy. Like, Emily's not okay with this. Especially a pretty vampire hunter one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you go away. 
All right. And why do they keep introducing love interests for people? So, <laughs> that's what shows do. <laughs> but it's Spike. I mean, it always has been Spike. They're going to do like a Ross and Rachel like, it's you. It's always been you. <laughs> Get together in the last five minutes of the last episode. So it's, it's gonna, why something, bother? <laughs> something's going to happen. Have to happen like that if the last one contains their marriage. <laughs> or their <laughs> wedding. <laughs> They better start moving fast. <laughs> you just, I'm still counting on it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so get it done. Get her done. <laughs> Someone had to do it. <laughs> from Wyoming. I could be that hillbilly for you. (laughs) (laughs) At least this was done before Larry the Cable Guy ever existed. (laughs) Yes. And it's not get her done. It's get it done. (laughs) Well, it's not because that didn't exist. Well, it probably (laughs) did. I don't know. It might have. It probably did. It might have. It wasn't the pop culture phenomenon it is today. Yes. <laughs> I think it's had its moment. I don't know if it's still considered um, a phenomenon. Maybe. It's still well, maybe. a phenomenon in Wyoming. <laughs> I know I have some past. friends that have all of his stand-up on DVDs, all of his specials. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you have some great <laughs> friends. <laughs> oh, dude. Take you to Tesla concerts. <laughs> Let you borrow Larry the Cable Guy whenever you want to. <laughs> Invite me to. I've never been to a Tesla concert. Oh, I thought they like kidnapped you and took you against your will. Or was that just you had to listen to it? In the I had car? to listen to it on. We went to Wendover for my bachelorette party, and I had to listen to Tesla the entire time. <laughs> a 90 minute drive (laughs) where's Tesla (laughs) besides the inventor (laughs) what is it Yeah, it's a hairband from the 80s they're the ones that probably the most popular song they did is that signs oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) people listen to that (laughs) yes I don't know anything about them, but I know that Sue had to listen to them at one point. (laughs) It sucked. (laughs) So, okay. Get it done? Yeah. Yeah. I liked liked how Anya wanted to call a health inspector. (laughs) There's just too many girls in the house. (laughs) (laughs) So she and Spike are walking off to like get drunk together and then we never see anything after that. (laughs) I love that. I forgot about that part. (laughs) 
I think they just ran home. Out. They went to needed to get out of the house and went to go get drunk and she she, <laughs> she keeps hinting it sleeping with him again and he just finally drop it <laughs> would you let it go it's <laughs> <laughs> funny no no Andrew huh? this funnel cake is kicking my ass <laughs> <laughs> oh he just says things so adorably I know I loved it when he's like well I prefer to call it guestage yeah <laughs> Those little air quotes with the hot pads. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that he made a big board. Um, yeah. And then I love it when Buffy says to Wood, "You'll have to forgive Andrew, or not. Your call." And then we hit Drill Sergeant Kennedy. Mm. Boo. I know. If Kennedy is leading this, okay, I hate her now. <laughs> I swear they are doing this just to make it seem a little better that they put Willow and her together. Like, see, she's older, so she's, like, in charge. She's more experienced. Yeah. I just... She's a potential, too. I mean... She's sleeping with one of the other yeah. people in charge, and that's the only difference. I mean, I guess she is a year older, too, maybe, of, from the others, but... And she knew her watcher. She had a watcher. Which that's true. Which I think puts her above all the others. I don't remember anyone else talking about a watcher. I was just really bothered how she was talking to him and calling him maggots and stuff, and... Well, and she like potential, you know. It's like you are one too. She set. I'm convinced she set Chloe on the track to suicide. Mm-hmm. I mean, the first finished did, it. Finished, you know, talked to her all night and talked her into it. But she wouldn't have been separated from the group and that depressed to get to let the first right. be allowed to get to that point with her. Mm-hmm. So I would, if I was Kennedy, that'd be a little on my head. I don't think it is at all. No. She doesn't seem at all phased. I do like when Willow walks out, and normally I wouldn't enjoy a scene like that where they're like, oh, it's a cheerleading pep squad thing. But then <laughs> she's like, I told him, and she's like, oh, good, because I, I got nothing. For <laughs> what? Comes out with all these stakes and a mason crossbow. <laughs> crossbow. <laughs> that just made it funny. <laughs> um. Yeah, I've got things aren't going to end well between Spike and Principal Wood. One of them is going to die. Now, Buffy is digging a grave wearing a turtleneck jacket and skirt. (laughs) (laughs) To each his own. (laughs) (laughs) And then I've got a way to tell him, Buffy. I don't know. I kind of liked her. I don't know. I liked it when she looked at Anya. Like, why are you here? (laughs) (laughs) I've wondered that a few times this season also. I mean, 
Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, she just, <laughs> she's just there. She's not evil anymore, but, and maybe a little helpless, and Hoffren's still kind of after her. So maybe yeah. a little protection, but they're just her friends, I guess. <laughs> and she still likes Xander. The yeah. Little... Yes. But she doesn't have much to offer the group right now. No. And again, ally. Again, ally. yeah, ex- numbers, strength and numbers yeah. type thing, and she can fight, you know, kind of, can't she? Yeah, a little. She has knowledge too that. You know, living for a thousand years, she comes up with right, yeah, right, true. little tidbits of knowledge. And it's the Scooby Gang; they're not going to kick her out. Uh-huh. I bet you liked Sue, Buffy, kind of pushing Spike to be dangerous again. Kind of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. kind of waiting for him to be Spike again. Yes, I have been, and that's one of my. Final notes from the lies parents tell us <laughs> is we got Spike back. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was kind of uncomfortable and made me a little sad when she's just raking him over the coals. <laughs> right. Kind of good too, it, especially on a rewatch. It was good. She had to say what she said because they're... Well, there's that whole... And this is probably why they went out together, him and Anya, now that I think about it, is that was like the last straw to her, that he didn't kill that vampire or that one of de Hoffman's goons because it was like, but I didn't have to kill him, so I didn't. And she's just like, Arr! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It was a little pansy. <laughs> it was. Yeah, he was like, well, what if I died and then where would you be? But, yeah, it's like, Spike, you've never worried about that before. Yeah, <laughs> just not very spikish. <laughs> yeah. He has a soul now. <laughs> yes. But he needs to put his eyeliner back on for crying out loud. I mean, you go and get the coat, sure, but... <laughs> Yeah, he leaves the house. He's like, I gotta get something. <laughs> it was the coat, but he also needed to get his eyeliner and yep. his black nail polish. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> it's probably in the same box. <laughs> He's got a little makeup case. <laughs> and I've got, when did Don get fancy translating skills? <laughs> Yeah, and I've when... got the Shadowcaster thing is kind of cool. I liked it. Well, I like the whole thing. <clears throat> I like it, and I like the Watcher stuff. Um, mm-hmm. It's like she found out, I don't know, it was very cool that she was like, I guess she didn't want the more power, and she just kind of got after them all. What are you doing? You know? Yeah. You violated this girl. Yeah, that was kind of a brutal backstory. It was. Mm Mm-hmm. And I liked how she took that power back. She kind of, she did it to the Watchers in season five. It's kind of like, I'm in control, and 
you know, she kind of did it to them. Mm-hmm. I liked it. It was empowering. It was. I, I liked it, too. Yeah. I liked it when what? she broke the staff, and she's like, it's always the staff. <laughs> <laughs> One of the Watcher guys looked like Don Cheadle. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't that. Um. Yeah, that it's not enough line from the um the first layer. I was like wondering what not enough, you know, not enough what, like not enough power, not enough people, not enough effort right right what are they i think it was think? not enough effort yeah was my guess yeah was. um but i thought that buffy should have taken the power i was just thinking back to cordelia and her you know being a half demon wasn't too big of a deal yeah <laughs> it was a good thing but True. uh but she already has a taste of this, and it's dark, and she, like we've been saying for a long time, she kind of rejects that part of her. Yeah. Bitch. I don't know. I I wish I would have paid a little more attention to the dialogue, because I can't remember if they really kind of spell out the what they do, what it would do to her. They didn't. Okay. Yeah, I didn't see anything about that. Yeah, just that it was like the heart of a demon and it would make her more powerful. But I think she just feels powerful enough, especially with like having her friends and a witch and, you know, I don't know. Who is she talking to at the end where she kind of explains, is it Willow? I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. That maybe she should have taken the power, but does she explain that it would have taken away more of her humanity or something? Something like that. I think she said that it's she implied, but I don't think she explicitly says it. I think she said she didn't like the loophole. Yeah. Huh. That's what it was. But then she's shown the vision of how many Turrican they have to fight, and that's when I'm like, Buffy should have really taken the power. <laughs> Because <laughs> how Lord of the rip. I like Sauron's army. <laughs> yeah, it totally reminds me of that. Was, yeah, I wrote down, that's a lot of orcs, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> really, really, really hard to kill demons. <laughs> what are they going to do? I mean, I guess they could, like, they'll probably do something like blow them all up because they can't fight that many one-on-one there's just absolutely no way no it's gotta be like one of those things i was because i was thinking about that too like if you kill the main one they all die or something because yeah. there's there's no way they can fight that was like thousands of them mm-hmm. yeah there's i mean so it's I was gotta like... be one of those things like they're all just kind of clones of one or something so if they can kill the main one, it kills them all or something. It's got to be something like that. Well, they can't fight them one-on-one, so they're going to have to do something. Yeah. I wonder what they do. 
or just <laughs> somehow just prevent, I don't know. Just like seal them down in the earth. Yeah. They've been sealed. <laughs> yeah, they have been sealed. Keep them sealed. And Andrew's tears will keep them down. <laughs> yeah, like, are demons just feeling it and they're going and, like, sacrificing people on top of the seal, like, every day? Like, like Ashanti? Like Ashanti did. Oh. I guess so. Come on, Sue. I mean, M. <laughs> <laughs> Frankly, but, that's, I think, the only one we see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that's just crazy town. I was like, they're going to need a lot more potentials, and that's going to be really annoying. <laughs> There's already too many. There's already too many. And plus, like, what would you do with that many potentials? There wouldn't be that many potentials, and... The potentials don't have any extra strength, and the Turcon have lots and lots and lots of extra strength. So right. So it's a pickle. Maybe Xander's <laughs> military training is going to come back into play. <laughs> Riley's going to come back. Yay! <laughs> it's going to be like the Battle of Hogwarts. <laughs> Everyone comes back. <laughs> Yeah, I did write down. What is that? The TARDIS? <laughs> that would be so freaking cool if Doctor Who stepped out. Oh, that would be like the best crossover. Oh ever. man. All the Avengers <laughs> come. Oh my gosh. If Doctor Who walked out, that would be so amazing. But Joss Whedon wrote Avengers, didn't he? He could be like This is where they first get together. It's the first That'd be kinda cool too. But Doctor Who would be cool, too. Doctor Who would make a better crossover, I think, just because <laughs> he fights things like this. He has mm-hmm. adventures. Um, I have... What is Kennedy's deal with Willow's magic? Kennedy is weird. <laughs> 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 She just seems so set on Willow using her magic. Yeah. And pushes her, like, to where Willow, I don't know, Willow's not comfortable using it. And she just doesn't seem to listen. No, she totally doesn't get it. And she wasn't there for all the hullabaloo. And, yeah, she doesn't listen. She just has no idea. And she doesn't. She doesn't take a lot of stock in magic. You know, you heard her a few episodes ago. She's just like, just thinks it's... Like floating things and stuff. Yeah, she just doesn't get it. Uh-huh. And I wrote down... And then Willow takes her power. <laughs> yep. <laughs> she finally got it and wasn't real thrilled. Although there wasn't enough discord <laughs> for my taste. <laughs> I wrote down, I'm beginning to feel Val level of hate for Kennedy. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder why I was so cool on it this time. Oh, I'm with you, Val. 
Oh, I did write down, is Buffy going to have to fight some bugs? <laughs> they had her. Oh. <laughs> was there a spike moment? <laughs> it just, when she was, when, like, all that black stuff was floating around her, oh. I was like, <laughs> it just reminded me of spiking the bugs again. <laughs> Yep, that's all I've got on that one. I just wrote at the end that Spike is getting his groove back. Yay! Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that was a fun scene where he killed the monster. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, like, doesn't he call him an exchange student? Because <laughs> 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 he's a trade. <laughs> <laughs> Like how he like threw him up through the ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was yeah. They were all kind of harsh on Spike for that too. The potentials—they're just idiots. Yeah. yeah. You last twenty seconds against that guy. Dude. Yeah. Is <laughs> what he does is get knocked out or whatever they say. Oh yeah, yeah he's so dumb. And wasn't that Kennedy too? Probably. I think so. Because I think she was the only potential that was there for that. No, I think Ronan was. Might have been her. Rona. She's, Rona. She seemed to be in a couple scenes. I hate Rona. <laughs> <laughs> I like the girl from Freaks and Geeks, and that's probably all. Yeah. Yep, They're giving the Eliza Doolittle one less screen time. That's good. Yes, they are. <laughs> More potentials means she has a, a lower profile. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like Vi. Just because it's uh, Felicia Day. Mm-hmm. If I didn't know her as Felicia Day, I might think she was annoying. Yeah. Is, she's Penny. What's Penny? Penny. Oh, Penny is Dr. Horrible. Oh. I don't remember that. She's the love interest of Dr. Horrible. Mm. It's just crazy seeing how many there are and the sleeping conditions and that's just, (laughs) I would not be able to handle that. Yeah. (laughs) No, too many girls. One bathroom. One bathroom. Ugh. How do they not have two bathrooms? That house is big. I think they do. There's like one attached to Joyce and then there's another one that the girls used and I think um, <clears throat> I think Buffy I'm sure she's sharing just because there's just so many of them. But they probably mostly use that other one. Mm-hmm. We should move on to Storyteller. Alright. Because I loved that Andrew was using the bathroom to, to film in. Her <laughs> previous like, um, no, you can't do that. Storyteller is ranked number 27. Oh, wow. I've been saying vampire in my head all day. <laughs> the slayer of vampires. <laughs> 
I love it because it reminds me of that book in the pilot episode that's spelled with a Y, Vampire. Mm-hmm. I think that's where he kind of <laughs> gets that pronunciation. Mm-hmm. Well, the first thing... Slayer the Vampires. <laughs> first thing I wrote down is, no way, Andrews, Evelyn Quince. Yes. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> totally what I was thinking of, too. And it's so funny that we were just together, like, a week or so ago and watched that skit. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, hadn't, I hadn't seen this yet. <laughs> oh, that just made me so happy. Yeah, the little masterpiece theater thing. Yeah. And I love that it's just in his head. Yes. He was that actually makes just sitting on the potty. <laughs> I was like, okay, that's a little far-fetched to do it like that. Like, how is this supposed to fit in? And then it's just his imagination, and I love it so much. <laughs> Those gentle viewers twice. <laughs> Oh, what he must think of me. <laughs> I'm being so naughty. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> oh, man. Danger sex. Danger sex. <laughs> oh, can't can't there, there be, be a, a word? single word for danger sex? <laughs> <laughs> Little snit. <laughs> You're going to have to... Uh, Put a link Post to a that. link to this sketch. Oh, the dreary life of a blue black. <laughs> Will do. For those that don't know, it's a Saturday Night Live skit from like 1990 or so. <laughs> John Lovitz. That was made for our family. Yes. Because <laughs> when you watch it, audience is not laughing and we had recorded it when it aired we used to always tape them and then watch them all week and we probably watched we probably wore out that one yes we watched it so many times (laughs) we quote him all the time to this day yes i think i've even done it on i think in the early days of yes mother I signed off a couple times with goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I loved Andrew's storyboard. (laughs) That was so great. And I loved like the intro scene when he introduces Buffy and she's all, it's all soft filter. Yes. <laughs> when Anya comes like melting in the grapes. <laughs> and he pictures Spike with his shirt off. Yeah. <laughs> and Buffy's like pouring cereal. <laughs> and winking. Yeah, yeah, there's like a wind machine. Yes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> he says, Wasn't Jonathan just the cutest thing? <laughs> Because I loved how he imagined him being like the evil genius. Yes. Wasn't Jonathan just the cutest thing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I don't, 
<clears throat> that scene where he was the evil genius <laughs> when he's like just getting back from it, he goes, Warren was cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. And then how he reimagines like the his encounter with evil Willow. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I love how they just the shooting technique, how they just obviously showed you know, it's it's stuff I remember from that episode. Mm-hmm. And they just had him answering her. Yes. <laughs> so they used the original footage of her. Yeah. And cut it. Yeah. Yeah, because all the lines are the same. It totally is. They just redid it. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> and I love him narrating Buffy in the graveyard. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. And then Spike's scene where he's, like, pretending to be pissed, and then they're like, the light was Uh, behind you. (laughs) That was so funny. (laughs) That was really funny. Um, I should have just watched that again, because I I wrote down, like, literally two notes. I know, I didn't write down notes either. Because it was just too much fun. Well, I've got nice callback to students disappearing when not noticed. I like that. Oh, is this where they're at the school? I love that so much. I love the exploding kid. (laughs) (laughs) Which I don't think... Yeah, the disappearing, I know the episode, but I don't think there is one where people get... Students got so stressed they exploded. I don't think there was. I don't remember that. No. No. And she's just like, oh, we should have had that rub. rub. (laughs) (laughs) And I love the audio of it. He just gets so, like, intense and then. (laughs) (laughs) Just her blase. Really could have used that foot rub. I like it when Andrew was like doing the Don interview and he goes, Don used to be a key. Not sure what that means. <laughs> Looking at a pair of keys on the, yes. <laughs> on the table. <laughs> and I love it when he looks past Willow and Kennedy kissing to admire Sanders' work. Window? <laughs> on the <laughs> It's like you're gonna love this, and you think it's gonna be good. (laughs) He zooms past him, and then later recording Anya and Xander, and he's like, he's got it so many times. (laughs) He's mouthing what they're saying, and he cries at the end. (laughs) He loves it so much. (laughs) I love that. That's great. I loved it when he's talking about him and Jonathan in Mexico. Oh, I love that we get to see them in Mexico. I, I just love it when it's showing them in bed and they wake up and Andrew goes, Jesus. Because <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan's going like, oh my God, oh my God. Andrew goes, Jesus. <laughs> 
and Jonathan calls it the dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, his little pseudo Spanish was so uh, fantastic. It's... They're just picking up little snippets yeah. from living there. <laughs> <laughs> love it when he doesn't want to go on and he's like can I have a cool refreshing Zima <laughs> <laughs> and I love it when Warren shows up in his dream and he's afraid he has pillow creases on his face <laughs> he's <laughs> Jonathan said that he'll buy me a burrow. <laughs> I love picturing where they must be living. <laughs> That's exciting. <laughs> oh, man. oh, and then his vision of them living as gods. Oh my gosh! Oh, that, that is the most amazing part. <laughs> His, his face going into the fantasy and then out. <laughs> yep. Uh, and I love that he thinks it sexual tension between Principal Wood and Spike. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was the best. <laughs> you can just fail the t- sexual tension. <laughs> He can tell there's tension. <laughs> he just miscategorizes it. Yes. <laughs> uh, yep, my last two notes are Andrew's tears close the seal and where is Giles the whole episode? <laughs> they did that because I have a feeling the next five are going to be pretty intense so mm-hmm. I'm glad that we got kind of a kind of a fun one yeah true before it wraps up the season <laughs> oh I like I like how the pig runs by <laughs> yes yes <laughs> <laughs> pig's just still down there <laughs> I hope that's not a student <laughs> I like Andrew's little fantasies trying to tell Buffy what happened and he's like no yes. and when he finds out that Principal Wood got uh, possessed by there he like tries to change it to that and then he's like get out of my brain <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> she calls him on it it's <laughs> oh, too fun and then he totally just admits it and says that he knew it must not have been Warren, but he just was weak or whatever. Mm-hmm. And talking about how scared Jonathan must have been. It was just good. Oh, yeah, that was... Yeah. Yeah, you can tell. It, it, he really is upset about it. 
liked it. I liked it a lot. And I'm glad that the fans liked it so much. I'm glad that it was number four of the season. Uh-huh. Yeah, especially since the trio weren't very popular. I think people are warming up to Andrew. You guys started out liking the trio, but... Yeah, we always liked the trio, so... That is not the case with many. We like our nerds. Uh-huh. <laughs> I didn't like Warren, but... You know, Jonathan and Andrew always kind of made up for that. Yeah. Right. Well, and the tr- the trio in general are just, I liked it. I liked the arc they took, and I mm-hmm. liked that Warren went off the deep end. thought it was interesting. Mm-hmm. And the other two, well, Jonathan at least was left with, like, just his nerd fantasies and rethinking them, and... Andrew got caught up kind of obviously having a crush on Warren. It just, it was all interesting. I really liked it. It was. It was, and it was fun that it was just like three nerdy smart guys trying to be evil geniuses. Like, (laughs) (laughs) they read so many comics, they think they can do it. Yeah. (laughs) Just had these little fantasies. Yep. So... Lies my parents told me. Yep, so this one's number five. Yeah, and number 44. Um. So, do you guys think that if Spike had seen little Robin there, would he have still killed his mother? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I say yes to yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, he killed a lot of people's mothers, including his own. Yes, and he um, had no problem killing little kids. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's like he explained it to Robin, I guess we can call him. It's weird to call him Robin. The, yeah. Um, she was a slayer. He was a vampire. That's what it was. There was nothing else about, beyond that. You know. I love that. I love that he doesn't apologize. Well, yeah. he does, but he apologizes kind of for different reasons, but he does not apologize for the fact that he was a vampire, she was a slayer. Yeah. That's what you do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like a lion and a gazelle, you know? <laughs> exactly. But I thought it was kind of funny how concerned Giles was about the library, not having any books. Yeah. <laughs> School libraries still have books. I was like, I oh yeah, I was it's like, 2003. You have libraries and you have computer labs. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So in the commentary, James Marsters and D.B. Woodside were there with um, the writer and director, David mm. Fury, and I don't remember the other guy. Um, and oh my goodness. Those two were adorable. Oh, really? Yeah, they were just very complimentary of each other and just giggly. They looked like they got along really well on set and really respected each other as actors. It was cute. That's adorable. It was a fun little commentary. When I do my rewatch, I'm going to have to borrow your DVDs so I can do the commentaries. Yeah, you guys need to hear the commentaries and you need to watch the little... um, 
little films and stuff they do. Oh yeah. About the making of. Totally. Yeah. Want to. Totally. Totally. <laughs> and I've got. They are putting what in Spike's head? <laughs> <laughs> that was fairly nonsensical. <laughs> yes. That was a total just plot drive. Oh. Well, and I was like, girls, can it go up his nose or in his ear? Did it have to go, like, in his eye? Oh, I hate eye things. <laughs> and then it crawled up his forehead. And I, know. I had a problem with that because the optic nerve <laughs> is in the back of the eyeball. <laughs> but I was like, William, his hair is amazing. Oh, man. So bad. <laughs> Whose hair? Oh. <laughs> so they um, they had a little more money this time, and they actually built him a wig <laughs> that fit. <laughs> and they made this one a little more um, period uh, true. Mm-hmm. Like that was supposed to be very uh, authentic. Correct. Yes, uh. very correct for his time. Wow. It's fun getting more. I was not expecting no. ever to see William the Poet again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> James Marshers kept calling him Spillium. He's like, this was the only time I got to play Spillium. <laughs> like <laughs> Spike, Spike William. William, where he's a vampire, but he's still. Uh, oh, yeah. William-ish. Yeah. That was cute. That was just adorable. Like, he and Darla, or not Darla, Drusilla, <laughs> just having fun and so excited to be vampires together. <laughs> She's like, you want to bring your mom? mother? <laughs> to eat her? <laughs> she just kind of has a, what did I get myself into moment. <laughs> oh, man, that was great. He's such a mama's boy. Yeah. <laughs> I never expected Spike to be a mama's boy. No, but it well, totally maybe, makes sense. <laughs> maybe a little bit when you watch Wolf for Love. <laughs> mm. But I don't know. There's nothing about his mom in Fool for Love. I thought the worm thing was grosser coming out than going in. Yes. It was uh, all gross. It was just gross. Bad. I've got, haha, William wants to take his mother along. And I'm like, <laughs> he turned his mom? Did we know this? This is No, we this, did not. We did not know this, okay. This is all new. But you know that she didn't last long, so you're like, what happens? <laughs> <laughs> and then we see what happens. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I've got yeah, man. That was crazy. I've got Giles is pissed. Huh. No, yeah, I think he's just. I wrote that. I think he's just mad about Buffy taking the tip out still. Yeah. And I wrote this is a really dirty move on Giles and P Woods part. Oh my gosh! That I'm is yeah. just that is mad. that's dirty. That's that's playing. I don't know. 
That's like disrespecting Buffy so bad. Totally. Mm-hmm. And when she catches on, oh, it's awful. I was surprised how long it took her to. Yeah, he keeps having her not kill her, and it's like a scene that they would have done like five years exactly. ago. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nothing since like season three. So I've... she's like, what? And I love her and that vampire. Yeah. I'm rich. <laughs> he goes, I'm Richard. She goes, hey, Rich. <laughs> That's so funny. I've got, what the hell is with all those crosses? I thought that was kind of dumb. You hate it when they do lots of crosses Ouch. on the wall. <laughs> Sorry. Kristen just tried to climb up my leg. <laughs> Bad Christy kitty. <laughs> I just thought the crosses were overkill. So many of them are so stupid. And then I have Spike as Derek Zoolander. Because <laughs> of the trigger thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Took me a while to... Like, oh yeah, that's it. what they do in Zoolander. I'm so glad he's done with it now. That's better. Yeah, he got cured. Because he figured it out. Kind of interesting that... (laughs) Well, he's he's a little rude to Principal Wood. Although, you know, he has every right to be. But it's kind of like, your mom must not have really loved you. Or, you know, you weren't the center of her world. Right. Uh Uh-huh. What's sad though? Robin crying at the end, it's sad. After he's been. It's before he says he's gonna kill you. Right. It's like he lost, and this was like his big vendetta of his whole life. Yep. And Spike's just kind of. <laughs> well, you weren't the center of her world. My mom, she loved me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Doesn't. Yeah. Spike's mom was so mean to him after she became a vampire. Oh, oh man. She was creepy, <laughs> incestuous, yucky. I know. Yeah. I also wrote, Spike's mom has a bit of Norma Bates in her. <laughs> <laughs> but I really, I really liked what happened with Spike. I loved how, like, P-Wood's plan just kind of backfired and it it strengthened Spike instead of, you know, like, it was quite cathartic for him. Yeah, and I respect Wood for um, wanting to kill, like, the thing that killed his mom, not just... Sure, sure. ...getting easy, Spike. Yeah. Right. But yeah, it did backfire. <laughs> But good, because that was a dirty trick. It was very dirty. It it really. I'm kind of mad at Giles. Yeah, I I was happy when she slammed the door in his face. It's like yes. I was too, yeah, because I wrote down Spike just zinged Peewood about the mom thing, <laughs> <laughs> and I wrote, "Yay! Looks like we have Spike back." And then I've got move Buffy just zinged Peewood because <laughs> she tells him, you know. 
I'll let him kill you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Pull anything like that again, he's going to kill you. And more importantly, I'll let him. Yep. Because uh-huh. she's right. She doesn't need, she doesn't have time for vendettas, you know? No. Yeah. Especially ones that's going to, you know, she called him her greatest ally. Right. He's the strongest, you know. Fighter they have right now. Yeah, I just don't have time for you having the stupid vendetta about him killing your mom when that person doesn't even exist anymore. That's so stupid that Giles would allow this to happen when he's just been lecturing them about you can't have fun, you can't be here laughing about, you know, dates and stuff like that. And then he goes and does this thing that he knows will distract Buffy and... And, and it's kill killing one of their allies. Fight. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I just, I have a hard time believing that Giles really thinks that Spike would turn on them all and eat him or something. I have a hard mm-hmm. time believing that Giles would think that. Yeah, they're really heavily focusing on the, the trigger. The trigger thing. I'm like, that just seems like something you guys can work out. Yeah, and obviously wasn't I mean it took a little bit but they could have worked it out without that situation going down yeah the trigger never seemed like much of a big deal to me it really didn't me neither that's why I never really thought about it until this episode that's when it hit me about the Zoolander thing (laughs) because I didn't really when they were talking about the trigger before I mean I knew it was a song but I was just like what are they getting at (laughs) <laughs> I'm not following it. And then I was like, oh, I get it now. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, my last note was, whoa, Buffy just zinged Giles. I like that. I mean, it was, it was hard because I love Giles so much. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's been my struggle with it, too, is I love Giles so much, and I don't want their relationship to be completely, you know, damaged beyond repair. And I'm so happy that he's alive and he's not dead. But yeah, that whole thing, Xander and Giles have just had too much of a problem with Spike. Yeah. When he's proven to be nothing but useful and, you know, redemptive. No respect. <sighs> yeah, and he's probably going to be the one that's going to, like, save their lives, too, in this uh-huh. whole thing. Him and Willow. So I don't know. set up as... I think I'm putting Willow on my death pool. <laughs> but the, I don't know, the first was pretty scared of her. In, uh, she was the first one who the first tried to get to kill themselves. Yeah. When they were unsuspecting. So I'm still going with she's got a big, important role to play. I think she has an important role, but I think it'll be like a sacrificial. I don't think she'll live. And then she can be with Tara And all the fans will be happy (laughs) So Maybe they'll just use all the (laughs) Potentials as like Energy sources for Willow (laughs) (laughs) That's where they're useful (laughs) She just drains them all of their life force (laughs) They're not great fighters. <laughs> Haven't been impressed so far. I am excited to see what kind of role Faith has. Like, 
see her come back? Yeah. It's coming soon. Willow just took off. Yep. I know. I was like expecting it to happen at the end of this episode, but. Yeah. Faith? I thought we yeah. would have seen her by now. Yeah. I liked it when Andrew took the call and he's like, it's someone named Fred and he sounds quite effeminate. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. <laughs> I just thought it was funny how Will's like, I have to take off for a day or two. And Bobby's like, okay. I'm like, no questions. <laughs> okay. I didn't pay attention to the beginning of that, so I was wondering if she had, did she say that it was L.A. and Angel's group? No, uh-huh. she, she just said she had to leave, but she might be, it might be doing good or something like, it might be helpful or something like that. Uh-huh. Yeah, I knew she, and I knew that she uh, had, you know, she was kind of like, well, I guess there's a, this is as good a time as any. Yeah. <laughs> Things are going to start, but haven't quite yet. So, so yeah, this was, this was an okay set. Had a couple good ones, a couple clunkies. Hmm. But even the clunkies weren't terrible. They were not one-offs that pissed me off, you know. Uh-huh. Right. Boring. That's a good word. <laughs> I like finding out about that he's the Slayer's son. I'm, I'm glad to have Principal of Wood's backstory. Yeah. For sure. And to make him more relevant. Exactly. Yeah, and I thought it was such a great surprise. I mean, I thought it was really good to have him be... Nikki Wood's son and kind of go back to that. Uh-huh. It's kind of fun to oh, absolutely see more of that that we didn't get to see in Fool for Love. Uh-huh. Yep. Good stuff. Good stuff. It'll be. I'm really curious as to what role he's gonna play. Like if he's gonna let just let it go because there's more important things, you know. Or if he's going to be petulant, petulant if he's and disappear. Gonna... Uh, we cannot do with more petulance in this series. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you want to hear what's next? Yes. Oh, I have to say first, um, I did a few likes, and one of them was Spike calling Xander the boy, and then he called Andrew the little boy. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Xander's relishing being called the boy now. (laughs) Couldn't be worse. (laughs) Nope. Happy to have Spike back. And he seems stronger. I I like that he kind of resolved his mother issue. Uh Yeah, he's stronger. He doesn't have the trigger. Buffy has admitted that she... Needs him around and wants him around. Yep, he's in a good spot. Just a dash of eyeliner and we are so good to go. (laughs) 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 Alright, so what do we have next? Next, we got three episodes. Uh, dirty girls. <laughs> the potentials go mud wrestling. 
Um, empty places. All I can think of when I hear that title is uh, Les Mis. <laughs> <laughs> empty chairs and empty tables. <laughs> <laughs> and touched. Hmm. For the very first time. <laughs> Dirty girls. Yeah, I'm going to go literal on that. They get dirty, like muddy, dirty. I don't know. I don't know why or how. Something to do with Faith. Faith is coming back. She's yeah, like, Faith is, Faith's going to take them all out oh. to the bronze dancing. <laughs> Faith is going to hate the potential so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So no taking them all out to the bronze dancing? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Um... Empty places. I don't know. Places that are not full of Turrican. They managed to blow them all up somehow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what that's all about. I've got nothing touched. I don't know. I'm thinking like higher power type touching like I don't know touched by an angel touched touched (laughs) by a power that be something like that like I don't know power that is what would you do (laughs) maybe maybe Buffy does get that extra power boost or something somehow or I don't know I don't know something like that I just don't have much. <laughs> well, well, there's a maybe a new player in town or two, and some of the most um, controversial things. A very controversial thing happens. Oh yeah. Spike and Buffy get married. Another <laughs> mm. little hints. Um, and something I didn't expect, but I really love. Spike and Buffy get married. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Controversial, huh? Yeah fact I believe um, Beth and I on a podcast a long time ago hinted towards something that happens in one of these episodes oh really Mm -hmm. (laughs) I remember that talking about something and we both go oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh interesting I don't remember because it's been a while since she's been a guest Faith and Giles get married. 
I know I was going to say. It's got to have to do with maybe Faith and Xander get together or something. Yeah, they did that before. Oh, yeah, and Xander and Anya slept together. That was weird. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, we didn't mention that. And then they were kind of like, hmm, that kind of seemed like a one-time deal. I don't think it is. I think it is. I think that was their... I was surprised that it's been a full year since the leaving at the altar. doesn't seem that long ago to me, but I guess it has been. It was about this time in the season last year. Yeah, yeah. Just that we go through things a little we just, quicker than we do. <laughs> it was only a few months ago for us. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I took it as let's try it one more time and obviously they've each moved on you know they still uh-huh. love each other but that that can happen oh that reminds me I liked how uh, when Buffy and Principal Wood were talking about that was the exploding boy scene she's like oh yeah apocalypses usually happen around May <laughs> <laughs> that was great <laughs> this one's a little early so, cool. So, are we going to try and fit in a recording next week? Being that it's Christmas and all? Stay on schedule. We kind of have to. Yeah. yeah. Let's, uh, let's... Maybe do Monday, because Matt's coming Tuesday night, and then Wednesday. Monday or Wednesday, depending on whether... I don't know. They decide at my appointment that I need to be kept for observation. Could you do Monday, Sue? Yeah, that would really suck if they decide. I know. Yeah, yeah, I think I can do Monday. Yeah. So, all right then. All right. We're still on for Saturday for cookies? Yep. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Right here. Right on. All right, well, if you want to send us feedback on these last few episodes, you can send it to SueWatchesBuffy at gmail.com. Yep, or join our Facebook pages. Or you can leave us a review. A nice one would be nice. Oh, yeah. iTunes. We've got, we only have a few, five or so, but they're all good. So if you want to keep that trend up, that'd be cool. That'd be awesome. <laughs> we don't need any Mikeys. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't talked about Mikey in so long.
It's a one-star review, and he. What did he make his name? I like most podcasters, or <laughs> but not this one. <laughs> he didn't say that. He just said, "I like most podcasts." It's like this is the one exception. Oh, <laughs> yep. Too much and giggling. It made us laugh. Yeah, he said too much giggling. <laughs> You guys giggled about it. Oh, several times. <laughs> it was on the Yes Mother, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, it was really funny because you can, like, click on the other reviews they've left, and he left so many one star reviews for all this stupid stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so. And one of them, he said something about he can post all the knitting and cat pictures he wants <laughs> and he was like serious <laughs> he just sounds like this bitter guy that lives with a bunch of cats and knits <laughs> and hates everything <laughs> there's no fishing you <laughs> so, we didn't feel too bad <laughs> no we didn't <laughs> That's great. Yeah.